swallow your pride There's nowhere to hide What would you decide when it's on the line? If it's do or die, would you compromise? Or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? You can never touch the sky, you don't try to fly Rocky roads, but we stayed unshakable Been through it all and we still unbreakable what is up, guys? Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. I'm really excited to introduce to you a returning guest, Miss Maddie Scholar, who is so incredible in everything that she gets into. Um, I want to encourage you, if you have not done so yet, to go back and to listen to our first episode, everything that she is doing with the Red Letter Project, um, the confidence that she is beginning and she has, um, but even this force that she has behind her, instilling the confidence uh, into women and with their weapon system and to protect themselves and to be better aware of their surroundings. And so I am just at all with everything that she is doing. I'm about it. I support her. And I'm really excited to bring on Maddie again to the Reborn podcast. Maddie, welcome back, girl. What is up, Maddie? Welcome to the Reborn Podcast, girl. It is so good to see you again, and it's awesome to have you as a guest again on the Reborn Podcast. We just clicked so well and hit it off, and you're doing so many amazing things. So if you guys are just now tuning in and you haven't listened to the first episode with uh, Maddie, go back and listen to that. I don't know what episode it was, um, but go back. How long ago was that? Oh gosh, like it feels like it's been forever. I think it was back in May. No way. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> Has it been that long? Oh my gosh, this maybe, is like maybe it, was, the, it was after May, maybe maybe May, June, July area. <laughs> I mean, I what I heard this saying one time. It was like uh, long days or like long weeks, but like fast years, you know, where it just it just seems like the days and the weeks just kind of by, but dude, you look back and it's like, oh my gosh, like it's crazy. I mean, I was in, uh, our local, like our local pharmacy, like a CVS, they're already getting out Christmas stuff. I'm like, I'm like, I'm just trying to get out my Halloween stuff guys. Like Like, I walked out to my truck this morning and there was like frost on the windshield. And I was like, no, 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 no. We're not doing this. Like, where are you located? I thought you were South. I am. I'm in Georgia, which means like, wait, that's really why was there frost down there? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm above you. <laughs> that, means, that means the frost is coming my way. Yeah. Like I'm in Georgia for the warm weather. Why am I that's experiencing what I, That's what I thought. I was like, <laughs> wait, I thought you were like a, like a Southern, you know, in, in the Southern States. Dang. So yeah. well, what have you been up to? So the last time we spoke was, um, I thought it was like two months ago, but it was obviously like close to a year ago now. <laughs> um, yeah. So what, like, what's been going on since, uh, since I spoke with you last and like, maybe if the listeners are just now tuning in and they're not listening to the prior show, like, let's talk about a little bit about like what you do, the red letter project and what you have been doing these last nine months or so. Yeah, sure. For, I guess like the people that, uh, haven't listened to the last one, basically, um, I run a company called the red letter project. And basically what we do is we do large scale women's retreats where we bring about 30 to 40 women in, uh, teach them self-defense shooting, medical hand to hand. And then we also theme out every single one of the retreats. So it changes by the month, basically. Um, like our first retreat was back in May and it was a vehicle based theme. So like you're in your car a lot. We taught 
the women how to like utilize cover with a car and like how to actually like shoot through the windshields and stuff and do it safely. Um, the second retreat was based on low light and night vision. So teaching people how to shoot at night and actually use nods because it was kind of fun. That was more of like an experiential thing, but you know. Um, and then our next one's coming up in December. And this one's purely around um, like counter human trafficking and like situational awareness and like um, hand hand combatives, things like that. So it'll be really fun. Well, that's awesome. So kind of, kind of talk about these retreats a little bit. So when somebody signs up, what can they expect? Like they, the, the next one, the one coming up in December is where, where, what is the location for that one? So for the one in December, we're actually doing it in Florida. Um, we're co-teaching this one with Rich Graham. Um, he runs Full Spectrum Warriors. So it's a little bit different from the ones we ran, we ran previously in South Carolina because the lodging's not on site and like the range is a little bit different, but it's going to be really fun. Um, it's also a very like biblical based like retreat weekend. So me and my mom actually, she's also an instructor, but she runs the mission, like um, the Bible study part of it. So we'll sit down at nights and do that. And we kind of talk through it throughout the weekend. And, you know, are we there have s'mores. Are there s'mores and like, like is this going to be like a campfire setting? Yes. We always got campfires. We can make the s'mores happen. Yeah. You can tell I'm like, like <laughs> three weeks out of my I was about to say you're 24 days out, aren't you? Dude, oh my any, goodness. Yeah. Anything <laughs> that like my mind starts thinking of like <laughs> food. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. Outside. Cause I've, I've been out there at Rich's place. Right. It's it's super cool. Have you have you been have you been out there? Have you scouted it at all? Yes, I have. I went down for one of his um recce courses at during okay. the summer. It was so much fun. Yeah, so it's right like the drive out. Yeah, it's <laughs> like the drive out. It like just keeps going and keeps yeah. going and keeps going. You're like, oh my gosh, this is like where am I driving right, right. now? Right. Where am I going right now? Yeah, but it's such an awesome, awesome setup and what a great location for you to be able to hold a camp there. It's going to be, it's going to be great. I'm really excited. Um, we, we, uh, as of yesterday, we totally filled out the retreat. So we have 30 women coming and I'm like, so stoked for it because it's like, uh, we have, we have a, a bunch of repeats, like ones that came to previous retreats, but we also have a lot of new, like new students coming through. So it's like, it's amazing to be able to welcome that, welcome them into our community. Right. Because each, each retreat and are you calling them retreats? Is that what you're calling it? So yeah. e- each retreat has basically a different theme, correct? Mm-hmm. The one that was recently in, was it South Carolina? Yes. That was based on, um, you were saying it was based on like the the low light. That's correct. And then, and then this one down in Florida is going to be based on like more human trafficking, like getting out of scenarios. Um, more like preventative measures. So like, for instance, one of the, one of my favorite classes to teach actually has nothing to do with shooting. Um, uh, a lot of times like local colleges or local high schools will have me come in and talk to a group of students. And we're talking about like how to take Uber safely, how to prevent spike drinks, how to search for cameras in hotel rooms and like mm-hmm. things like that, that like you don't really think about until something happens. So it's like, we want to put people on the front end of that to prevent those things from happening in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to do a lot of solo travel. Maddie, Maddie, oh, Maddie. Yeah. Should I be going into my hotel room searching for cameras? I do. <laughs> like, do? I don't trust anybody. <laughs> no. <laughs> Especially huh. Airbnbs. Like, oh my gosh. I think it, like the last stats, a stat I looked at, it was like one in, I think it was like one in four, oh, one yeah. in six women or people in general find cameras in their Airbnb rooms. And like, that's like super suspicious. And a lot of the times, you know, um, from my understanding, sometimes they put them in there to make sure you're not damaging the rooms and things like that. But if you're putting a camera in a bedroom or a bathroom, that that's yeah. not okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's a little bit infringing on privacy, especially if it picks up audio. 
Just a little bit. Yeah. Like I'm not, cool I would like not be okay with that. Like at all. Like yeah. I don't want anybody like recording what I'm saying. You right. know, I get a little crazy sometimes. So yeah. yeah, that's wild. So what, so what, where did your passion for teaching women come from? Where, where is that drive? And just like the, you know, you pour so much of like your heart and you're like, this is your passion. Where does that come through? Like from like the, the biblical part of it. And then, you know, you're, you're, incredible, like your resume that you have, everything that you've, that you've done. Um, how, like why the two things and why bring them together? So like, um, I guess the reason I teach firearms in general and specifically women, it's like, for me, the, the right to bear arms, like the reason, reason behind that for me was never a governmental thing. It was more of a biblical thing, right? Like, so I believe those principles actually come directly from the Bible. It's like, um, there's different parts, different stories, different principles that are almost treated as common knowledge throughout the Bible and self-defense being, meaning like the value of human life, preservation and justice, like they kind of incorporate into that. Um, and that actually kind of leads into a point that I figured we were going to talk about anyway. Um, this kind of new season of my life right now, uh, one of the things I chose to do, go back to do is, um, go back and attend, take some formal educate, like go back to school basically and take some biblical exposition classes and some biblical studies classes. Yeah, I thought, I, so like, I was going to, I was going to ask you about that. I was going to ask you about your new venture to, yeah. uh, education again. So really quick though, I just want to pause what, like up until this point now you're like, what is this going to be like? Like, and, and I mean, you, I feel like you probably have like 10 masters at this point, but what um, is your, what, what are some of the educational markers that you have achieved and received, uh, so far thus far in your career? Um, so far I, I like, I finished my bachelor's, I finished my master's, um, about two years ago. Uh, and that was really fun. That was interesting. It, it was in a totally different discipline. So it's like, and what, yeah, but what was it? What was your discipline? like national security and conflict resolution and um, looking at matters like in that sense. So it was a lot of like research and it was heavily based in writing, which is like one of my favorite things to do. Um, so kind of changing career, like, like, I guess like focal points, um, yeah. going back to school for something that has more to do with like biblical exposition. Like, I think that's like totally different. So I'm a little bit nervous, but I, my first class has been super interesting. I'm like really happy with it so far. That's awesome. And what do you plan on using with that? Like you're going back to what is the actual degree? So is it your master's that you're going for? Um, another, of, uh, I don't know. Like as of right now, I'm kind of just filling it out. Like okay. the school I'm going to, it's like an online, like basically they let you take master's levels classes and okay. I'm filling out the first couple of seeing if it's something I really want to like invest in. And then I'm going to go through with it. Um, but my reasoning behind doing it is honestly, like, I don't really view it as like, it's not really a resume thing. It's more of like a personal, like, this is really cool. I wonder how I can get some like kind of more research. Growth. Yeah. It's like a personal growth thing. Like, yeah. uh, at red letter, it's, uh, me and mom have been getting some really interesting, like in-depth questions about certain things, like mm. biblically that I just like, I can answer at a surface level, but I realized that sometimes I can't answer it at a deeper level. And I want to be able to like dive wow. into those things and actually research them, you know, and this gives me a very structured way of doing it, I guess. Wow. How does that make you feel when you're surrounded by a group of women and they start opening up and, and, you know, you, you create this place of vulnerability for them? Well, how does that, how does that make you feel? Some of the stories break my heart, but like, it also, it also heals a part of me, I think, because I'm like, okay, we're, we're growing together and we're talking through these things. And I appreciate them being open, like open enough with me to be able to like, tell me these things, or even if it's not me, if it's mom, or if it's another girl at the retreat, like, I'm just happy that they have somebody that they can open up to because, you know, not everybody has 
another person they can talk to about things that, you know, are out of the ordinary, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you find that these women continue on with their friendship? Like make some lifelong (laughs) friends out there. I can imagine. Yeah. It's awesome. Sometimes like I'll get pictures on my, like I'll get a text and it'll be like a group picture of like two or three of them that just went to a concert together or like they're all hanging out, tagging each other on Instagram. It makes me so happy. Actually, one of my best buds came from Red Letter. Like she was a student there and we like, she lives right near me. She comes to the range all the time. We just started shooting together. And then I was like, uh, then one day we just started hanging out. We went and grabbed like lunch and caught up or something. And now she's one of my best buds and she literally came from Red Letter. It was awesome. That's so cool. That's so (laughs) cool. What, what do you hope, um, for red letter to achieve like in the, in the future? What is your goal with red letter? Um, so I have some like super long-term goals with it. Uh, I think at one point, like this isn't a firm thing, but I want to open up a men's section of it. Uh, so one of my instructors that he's also one of my best buds, his name is Glenn. He's a phenomenal guy. He's a super grounded Christian. And we were sitting there talking one day and I was like, you know, this opportunity shouldn't just be for women. Like I, like, I love that for like me and mom, but if one day we can maybe open up a section for the men to be able to come and do the same thing, that might be a good opportunity for them as well. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a really great opportunity because what you're doing is like, it's not, there's really nothing out there like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially because the firearm sales have been like out the roof, right? Like we've had the highest firearm sales, you know, ever since like the lockdown and and everything, but you don't really see those people training with their weapon system, you know, like, you know, you know, people want to buy firearms because they, they think that it's going to protect them. But guys, the, the truth of the matter and the facts are, if you don't train with your weapon system, if you don't know your weapon system and especially under stress and under pressure, like it's probably not going to do, it could do you more harm than good actually. Right. Right. And thinking about too, like uh defense is not just, it's not just a one aspect. It's not yeah. just shooting. It's also the medical stuff. It's also what happens if you don't have a weapon, what happens if like you can do something to prevent having to use a weapon, like that's even more exactly. important. Right. right. So it's like right. putting it all together and like kind of making it an immersive program is very important to me. Cause like you think about when, if you want to learn a foreign language, the best thing to do is to go to that country and spend a couple months there. Right. Yeah. So it's like, the best thing to do if you want to learn self-defense and you're new to it is to immerse yourself in that culture, spend a few days, like really diving into those topics. And that'll give you like a a place to start at least. Yeah. I love what you said about how like there's, there's different options. Obviously using a firearm is your last, your last, last option. Mm -hmm. And knowing, knowing how to like even prevent any of that to happen in the first place. Right. And a lot of that can, is just being aware, being aware of your surroundings and being smart. Mm-hmm. And and knowing how to get out of situations if something were to start going down. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's episode of Reborn is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. I will never forget whenever I had my first son trip and um, 
I was living in a place at the time where I didn't have any, I didn't have any family around. Um, my mom flew out and, and helped me in the beginning. I was grateful and fortunate enough to have, to have her help in the beginning once I, you know, brought my first newborn son home. And, um, I remember after my mom left, I remember thinking like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm all alone here. (laughs) Like, you know, like how do you know what you're supposed to do? Right. It's, you know, you all of a sudden have this child and a new parent and, uh, there's a lot of questions that come up and there can be some hard times and some hard adjustments as well. Uh, and this is why I want to talk to you about better help and what they offer. Now, I know a lot of times and specifically speaking about new moms, but really at any point in our life, uh, when we just feel really overwhelmed, better help has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists Uh, It's convenient, it's secure, and it's accessible anywhere. And the best part is, guys, is it's 100% online. All right, guys, the holiday season is upon us. And I know that whether you're a new mom or, you know, it's been a rough year, it's been a rough couple years, um, everybody truly deserves to feel their best, especially during the holidays. And BetterHelp makes it easy to get started. So BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service. They have matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists and are 100% available online. All the benefits of in-person therapy, plus it's more convenient, more accessible, and it's more affordable, guys. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match yourself with a therapist. And guess what? If things aren't clicking, uh, you can move to a new therapist at any time and start building the relationship with your therapist that you need. It really couldn't be any more simpler. So there's no waiting rooms. There's no traffic. There's no endless searching for the right therapist. Um, go ahead and reach out to them, guys, and get the help that you need especially during the holiday season. So go visit Better Better Help. It's B-E-T-T-E-R, betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash reborn, R-E-B-O-R-N, and get 10% off of your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash reborn. You do grappling too, right? Yeah, you you're a what's your you're like a Gracie like major like triple black belt. Oh something. god, no, 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 not at all. No, like, what are I, you though? But it's like that's I'm so not. good. But you're yeah, but you hold a couple different like in the combative stuff. Yeah, like um, used to do a little bit of like the MMA stuff and uh, mostly grappling and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, lately, I've had to kind of take a break from that, like a pause from that, just because there's other things in my life that I have to focus on right now. Um, and honestly, one of those things is getting back in the gym and lifting again. Like it's, I was going to say, I, are you, are you training for a bodybuilding show too now? <laughs> no, actually you, <laughs> I, I am on a, like a formal bulk though. And it, it's been a minute it's done anything like that. <laughs> so nice. Like, Do you know how many calories so you're eating? I'm eating 2,300 calories a day. Oh girl, that's nothing. I know, but I was <laughs> eating like 5,000. Oh gosh. A day. Oh my gosh. I was like, I, I was like, yeah, I, I, can't was, imagine. I remember my, my friends were like, yeah, you just look so healthy. Like your skin's glowing. I want to be like, yeah, because I'm plump, you know, <laughs> I was, but I, I actually look good. I even like that stage of 
my body of like bulking. I've appreciated every stage, but it's hard to eat a lot. Like when you're not used to eating a lot of food, yeah, yeah I had to set timers on my phone. And so it would yeah. go off like every three hours and, you know, <laughs> everybody was like, will you turn your timer off? I'm like, no, like I have to have it on there to like remind me to eat. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine like on your scale, like I'm doing on a very like micro scale just to get myself back, back in the shape that I want to be in. And it's like, I look at people like you and I'm like, the discipline it takes to have to do that every single day is yeah. wild. <laughs> like, yeah. So much <laughs> but you know what? But you, you get in like a routine and just kind of like it kind of comes like with anything, right? It's like a routine and then you just get used to doing it. And then it just kind of becomes like second nature. You just wake up and like that's what you eat. And you gotta go to the gym and you gotta drink your gallon of water. And you know, it's just like brushing right. your teeth or going to the range, right? You just gotta gotta do it and get the reps in. Um yeah, yeah. Do you at all, do you talk about physical fitness and women and like their ability to like obviously take care of themselves and like, you know, be their own person? Do you, do you yeah. talk about that? Because that's a huge one too, which, you know, and the times are starting to change where women are, it's more acceptable for women to go to the gym and get strong and, you know, yeah. to eat like a, but do you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. I like, even in my co-ed like intro classes like here at, like if I'm teaching at sharpshooters or wherever like I at least mention fitness because I'm like the way you carry yourself is very heavily determined on how you view yourself um and being in shape at least for me presents a level of confidence that I can't get from anything else like the way I feel at least like feeling good and like feeling well rested and feeling a little bit sore the next morning after like a really good like gym workout like that presence and how other people view me as well, not just in looks, but more in just like how I hold myself. So it's yeah, like, for sure that alone can be a, some form of deterrent. Right. Right. Um, so because it's they like always I talk pray about, on the weakest, they always pray on the weakest person. Right. And it's like, if you're walking down the street and you're kind of like, like shoulders kind of hunched over and you look kind of lazy, you're kind of like not paying attention too much and you're going to a gas station, right? That's an easy target. But if you're holding your shoulders back and like you look like you mean business, people are a lot less likely to come up to you and approach you in a negative way. Yeah. When I walk down the road, when I walk down the street, I literally, I make eye contact, <laughs> especially depending on where I'm at. I will literally make eye contact with like my RBF face, like my RBF, yeah. like, Every time Making I literally don't care. And I'm, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I'm looking at you. I know like what you look like, you know? So I've always yeah. been, um, I don't know. I've always been kind of assertive because it, I mean, it is true. And I, that's what I, I really love about like BJJ or like any grappling, because I think that naturally like instills like almost an immediate self-confidence in yourself right. and body awareness, which is also really important. Yeah. Body awareness is like incredibly important. Like all the years we spent like on the mats or like, in the ring or whatever, it didn't teach me that I can go out there and just beat anybody up. Or like, if somebody's going to hurt me, I can just easily get away, get mm -hmm. away from it. Mm -hmm. It more taught me that like, like, how do I control my body under stress? How do I respond when somebody hits me in the face? How do I like respond when I'm in pain? Like those lessons are more important than like knowing a bunch of fancy moves, in my opinion, when it comes yeah. to self-defense, because like the last thing you want is to be caught totally off guard and literally not know it like any sense, like how you operate under stress. Like, I think that's like super important to understand about yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you kind of like a random question to see like what your immediate response is. Okay. What are some things that a, a woman could have like in her backpack or her purse for just like, not a, not a firearm, um, not like pepper spray, but is there anything like any, do you have any tricks or anything that like, uh, like somebody can keep on them at all times just to like, 
Yeah, a hundred percent. I'd say a flashlight. So like, if you think about it, a flashlight, a certain level of lumens, it's going to spot the eye to somebody like that looks directly into it. Like if you shine a flashlight in somebody's face, they're automatically going to not be able to see as well as they were before. Mm-hmm. Um, also too, like identifying what's going on. That's a big part of self-defense. And then third, I would say, you know, I've taken flashlights all over the world with me. Um, they've come in use and nobody in TSA, at TSA has ever taken one from me. So, um, you know, doing, I, like I said earlier, like I do, used to do a lot of solo travel um, over in Europe. And it's like the one thing that they don't really, they have any rules against is like a flashlight, right? You can't take a firearm over there. You can't take pepper spray. You can't take any of that, but I can have my flashlight on me because that's not technically a weapon. So it's like, you can take those pretty much anywhere on campus grounds. You can take them into different types of buildings and stuff. And it's just something easy you can buy online and just keep in your pocket. Yeah. And it's the, they're like the metal ones. I know what you're talking about. Like I even have one that has like a little clip that you could clip it to like your belt or something. Yeah, but they yeah. have like the, the ends of them are a little bit rigid too. So like if you needed to bust out of glass or anything to yeah. get out of a situation, you could just use that because it's really hard. We're not talking about like a, like a plastic flashlight, right. <laughs> not, like, not a, not a plastic flashlight guys. Like a, they're a little bit smaller, like probably the size of your hand. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, and they they have like different loom. Is it called lumens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, lumens. They have different like levels of lumens that you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really great advice. Really great advice. Something that I honestly I never even personally thought about, and it makes complete sense. So, appreciate like, throw, that. Yeah, throwing in your backpack and then uh, also carrying like some sort of medical supplies is always really important too. Mm-hmm. Like just at least like a minimum tourniquet or something on your mm-hmm. belt buckle or like keep your medical supplies in your car, your backpack or something along those lines, just in case something were to happen. Always close, by. <laughs> always close by. And another one that I always carry with me that a lot of people don't think about. If you have animals traveling, I always carry a medical muzzle with me because oh, you never okay. know if like a dog were to get injured or if there's like a stray dog out running around or something, anytime that you would need like a medical muzzle. But you know, I have like, my dogs are always with me. So that is something like that. I consider, you know, you have to consider like your company, like who's with you. Obviously, yeah. if you guys have kids, you probably need to think about like different things. So yeah, see, I wouldn't even thought about that because I don't like have a canine or anything. Yeah. Um, where did you just get back from? I saw you came back from um, Indiana, some- Indiana. Okay. Some crazy place out in the middle of nowhere. I had <laughs> such a great time, but it was with all the police canine, military canine, um, did some great training out there. So it, yeah. it was awesome. Honestly, something that you should probably check out to coming and being an instructor at or something next year. Oh, so. cool. Yeah. I don't know anything about the canines, but uh, I would be really interested in at least like watching guys well, just work. Yeah. Like officer, like self-defense and all yeah, that yeah. sort of stuff. So especially with like the females that come out for sure, because yeah. there's not a whole lot of them. Mm-hmm. So, all right, girl. Well, Hey, thank you so much. And so the next event coming up is in December and where can people go? Is it sold out? Um, so this one's sold out, but we're looking at opening a few more spots. So okay. if that's like something that somebody's interested in, have them shoot me an email. Okay, uh, and what is your email? A, um, info at the redletterproject.com okay. um, or an Instagram message, which my Instagram is redletterproject.maddie. Um, if they are interested in attending and we can't get them in the December one, we will have at least three posted for next year, but it's not announced yet. So awesome. we'll keep that on the down low. <laughs> yeah. so, so those of you who are listening and are thinking that you want to get involved with you know, everything that Maddie is doing in the Red Letter Project um, or wanting to support her and, and her mission, uh, definitely reach out to her and stay tuned for some new um, retreats that will be coming out in 2023. 
TBD though, TBD. So that's exciting. Well, I really hope to see you. I hope to make it down to Florida this time. Um, I've been talking to Christina, so I'm, I'm, I love, I actually love it out there where, uh, Rich is. And it's such a cool, uh, such a cool training ground out there. It's a lot of fun. So, um, thank you so much, Maddie, for everything that you're doing and inspiring women and, um, you know, wanting to just get out there and, and not be afraid to be brave and courageous in your, in your faith. And so it it speaks a lot to who you are and your mission and and what you're about. So I appreciate everything that you're doing. And I can't wait to get out there and like shoot with you sometime soon. Thanks so much. I appreciate you as well. I can't wait to have you down here. Yeah, girl. All right. Hey, have a great day and we'll talk to you soon. You too. All right. Sounds good. See you later. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Reborn podcast today with my guest, Maddie Scholar. If you got anything from this episode, share it on your social networks, share it with your friends and your family, and most importantly, support Maddie and everything that she's doing, uh, that she's about. Um, We truly need more people like Maddie in this world and this space, especially. So um, thanks again, Maddie, for coming on. And thank you guys so much for the continued support and listening to the Reborn podcast with the Ironclad Network. I will catch you guys next time. And hello, November. Bye. Swallow your pride. There's nowhere to hide. What would you decide when it's on the line? Would just do or die? Would you compromise or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? You can never touch the sky, don't try to fly. Rocky roads, but we stayed unshakable. Been through it all and we still unbreakable.